What's going on guys, it's Hollywood Cole here rolling solo. Uh, no clear fire with me today, I just had to get on the mic here and uh, talk about a few things that's kind of been on my mind today. And uh, one of those things that I, I, I did today, I played um, Battletoads for the first time. And I played on a retro USB. It's just a NES, uh, it's got four controller ports up front. And it's just some guys uh, in a lab somewhere just built it. You know, I don't know you know much about them. There's a bunch of ways to play HD NES games. But this one's kind of cool. You can use the original NES controllers. Um, it's HD because it's got HDMI port on the back. You can also record uh, yourself playing. And that's kind of something I've been wanting to do uh, for a while. Just um, But, you know, just got to hadn't put the money down for it yet. But uh, it takes original NES carts, you plug it in, and also when you pull it up, it has a little radial screen, and it uh, you can pick, you know, Game Genie, and a bunch of other settings to make it look like an old game uh, with the scan lines and whatnot, like you played it old school, or you can just have it looking uh, HD is what I play it in, and just on your flat screen. So it's a lot. It's pretty cool. And so what I've been doing with some of these hard games like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That we talked about on the last podcast. I went in and I put in a Game Genie code that lets me have unlimited health and went through and played uh, that game again. And if you listen to our pod, our last podcast, our latest one, we talk about how difficult it is and that I'd mentioned that I'm going to go back and try to replay it with the Game Genie code and try to finish the game. And I said that I hadn't got past Metalhead, which was a lie, I guess. I went back and replayed it and I said, oh yeah, I remember I've been here before. Uh, right after Metalhead, you have to kind of uh, go through all these different construction buildings and sewers and whatnot to try to get to the next part. I guess you get into the blimp, the uh, what do they call it? It's a turtle blimp, I guess. But I got to, and they have magnets and stuff when you jump. If you if you've been there, you know what I'm talking about. But anyway, I went got back there and I had unlimited. Every time I get hit, it still gives me the you know like throws my turtle back or whatever when I get hit. But um, it doesn't take any life away. So then I fell in some fire and my guy's just like froze because he was hurt. It just constantly hurts you. I guess it's supposed to kill you. And so since I had the game getting coded, it didn't lock the game up. I had to quit. So I didn't get to finish that one. But anyway, that kind of led me to play Battletoads. And oh my gosh, if you have not played that game, um, it's a fun game, but it is brutally difficult. I, I, I will go on record as saying that is probably the most difficult NES game uh, there is if there's one different more difficult let me know I don't I don't believe it's out there um, ha, you know I had to I did have a unlimited lives code and that's one where when you die you can come back in certain stages you can kind of come back right where you are for boss fights and stuff um, and then there's certain checkpoints throughout the stage that you'll die you'll come back and holy cow man I got so far I, I did um the first two stages, no problem. Nobody ever had a problem with that. The third stage was fun. I hit the warp on the third stage, so jump to to get to the snakes, I believe. No, it was a surfing stage. Then you go to the snakes, uh, and it was fun. That no problem there. Hit the warp on the the snakes because I was trying to get further than I've ever gotten, and uh, hit the warps on the snakes, and um, went to tubular. I think that's what it is. No, that's a. I can't. Is a. It's called. I don't know what it's called, sorry, but it's a, the next stage after that is brutal. I mean, you it I'd probably died over 100 times, and I'm not even exaggerating. I spent more times just to, to 
grind through the last two stages. And uh, I got to the rat race. I finished the rat race. And then the next one where you grab on this wheel and you're, um, it's like a little motorcycle, single wheel motorcycle. And you're kind of just dragging you behind it. And your guy's kind of like Superman in it. And there's a big circle following you. And you have to hit, you know, it'll come to a spot where you got to push up, push right, push down, push left. You know what? If you've played it, you know what I'm talking about. Man, I, I gave up at right there. And I, I think I still had like three or four stages left. But there's boss fights on there to where the guy on the snowboard, I mean, he shoots us snowballs at you or something. I mean, I died 30 times on just that guy. There's, I, I have no idea how anybody has ever finished that game without putting any kind of cheat code or whatever in or using a game gene. I don't even know if there are cheat codes. But if you have finished that game, I mean, let me know about it because I just want to applaud you. You, sir or ma'am, are, are a gamer <laughs> because you have to dedicate some time. It's just memory. I mean, at some point, you're, there's you know death spikes and you got to grab on a, a, a little helicopter thing, you know, and it just, as you drop down real slow, you can't even see what you're coming to. And you, you have to, you have, it's trial and error. That's the one thing about the game is trial and error. Um, you have to just, you keep dying and redoing it again, keep dying and doing it again. It's, it's literally like that game, Super Meat Boy. I mean, it really is. Um, but if you have unlimited lives, you can do that. If you don't, you got to start all over and go play the whole game again. I, I, that is brutal. That's worse than Ghost and Goblins almost. I mean, I, you know, I, that's one that I've not played, but um, that I have not finished. But um, you at least have some semblance of skill. You can see what's happening and you can react to it. You can't even do that in um, uh, Battletoads. You just have to keep dying and replaying, dying and replaying until you've literally memorized the board with, you know, muscle memory to do that. But maybe one day I'll finish it, but. Uh, I know that there's a game genie codes that can kind of jump you to the next stages, and they say that it, it actually, you know, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe it gets harder uh, later on. Some some people say it's easier after those first few stages, or those middle middle last, you know, three fourths of the way in. But those are wow, those are really brutal. So I had to get on here and talk about that. If I was recording that one, I mean. It would be terrible because you just see dying, dying, dying over and over again. Um, it wouldn't even be fun to watch. I mean, that, whew, I don't know how anybody does that. But anyway, um, I thought about doing a whole H&K on that. But um, I don't know. I just had to get on here and ramble about it for a minute. I also posted uh, something about it on uh, Facebook and just uh, kind of talked about what I just talked about. And a couple of guys had responded, uh, Michael and Brandon. And Michael was saying that he has a rare replay when he's at his cousin's. And that thing lets you rewind it, rewind the game when you die or something happens and uh, replay that section. And they still had to, uh, couldn't, had to turn it off because they couldn't move it along fast enough. I mean, just to get fin finished with a couple of stages is crazy. Another guy, Brian, is talking about the snake level and he's halfway through it. But, um, yeah, that's kind of where a lot of people fall out is if you, a lot of people, when you're young, we fell out on stage three, when you're riding the, the little, um, the little, uh, jet ski type of things through that weird pink stage. Like you're inside. I mean, what, it, what could that be? Like you're just like a inside somebody's body or something. I don't know what it is, an alien body or something, but whatever. But then you kind of, if you get through that, you can pretty much usually make it through the snake stage. 
and uh, that one's brutal too. But uh, anyway, uh, another thing I wanted to talk about real quick is I went to see um, Ready Player One, and I've read the book. And I mean, the movie was actually pretty good. I heard, I saw a lot of reviews that it was not very good. It was definitely entertaining for the whole whole thing. It really does not. If you've read the book, it does not follow the book at all. Uh, the whole premise is that uh, it's the future, twenty forty five, and it, the world's just kind of in the dumps. It's kind of dystopia uh, atmosphere, and um, you have to. Uh, they have a oasis, which is kind of like a second life on a computer, except for you put your um, you know, your is virtual reality. So you go into a whole nother world. And so they, they start in the book, they kind of utilize that. They, everybody goes to school in the Oasis and, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of become known that people just live there and, um, to some degree. And, uh, in the, in the movie, they don't really talk about that. Um, the movie had awesome effects. We saw it in IMAX 3d. It had awesome effects. Um, I was with my wife. She liked it. She does. She's not read the book. She's not a gamer, so she enjoyed it. Uh, so that there you go. If you want to go watch it, I, I recommend you do. Even with people that aren't gamers or haven't read the book, of course. But um, one thing that I won't give any spoilers away. But one thing the book does that's a lot better is that it actually breaks down a lot of the things that gamers uh, that gamers know, and that is. Like, you know, it costs money to travel in the Oasis. Uh, not, you know, it, it, it doesn't really talk about that at all in the movie. Um, when you, you like the guy in the movie, Percival, and the guy in the book, he's, he doesn't have any money. He's poor in real life. So all the stuff you do in the, in the Oasis costs money. You have to uh, pay to travel. You have to pay to get the new clothes, pay to get any kind of cool, items and stuff like that and it kind of hints at that or it, you see him going on a little shopping spree in the movie but in the book uh it really breaks it down you know like you get hp you got experience you got you know all the stuff that rpgers love and that's what i really liked about the book it breaks it down uh that far into it but the movie does not the movie's more of an action um kind of a an action kind of thing and it does talk about kind of it does allude to those things I mentioned, but it really doesn't um, doesn't really uh, hit it like the book does because that's what uh, that's what really won me over with the book. If you haven't read it, go get it, read the introduction. You'll be hooked on it. Go to the bookstore or go to Amazon and look it up. Read the first few pages and you'll be hooked on it. And you'll uh, I, I couldn't read that book fast enough, but anyway, it's just something I kind of wanted to uh, talk about, kind of get that out there, but. Uh, Anyway, we'll catch you guys on the next H&K. Later. <laughs>